Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. You know, the reason you were mobbed was the beauty enhancements <laughs> that you have been Nicely participating done. in. Nicely that, done. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was uh, <laughs> the rock. Yeah. That was, um, was fun. Yeah, good show. Uh, everybody had a good time. Packed house. I wrote a column, for those of you who didn't see it, the show obviously seated about 1,100 in the theater, um, about the theme of the show, which was right and wrong. And this is germane to almost everything that we're talking about in uh, political arena, social arena today. Uh, just briefly, uh, I told the audience about my upbringing in Levittown and uh, the characters and the, my parents and the nuns and, and all that. And then Sid did the same uh, with his bringing in, upbringing in Brooklyn. But the commonality, um, there were a lot of commonalities because my father was raised just blocks away from Sid on West Street in Brooklyn. But it was good and evil. There was right and wrong in the house and in the schools that's gone. And so I wrote a column about that, that right and wrong now have disintegrated, and that's why you're seeing these loons on the college campuses who have been brought up in an atmosphere where there is no right and wrong. All right, it's, there's always an excuse for it. There's always a rationalization for whatever conduct you do. And you, everybody knows people who I'm talking about now, when their kids are obnoxious as hell and doing crazy things and the parents make excuses for them. We all know that. I mean, it's just crazy. So these kids grow up, they go to college, and they don't know that terrorism is wrong. It's hard to believe, but they don't know because there's an excuse for it. And and when you grow up in that atmosphere, the far left, of course, fosters that. All right, no judgments. You know, the people who reject religion across the board are the people who don't want to be judged for what they do. And so that was the theme of the show. We did it in a funny way. We did it in a way I think everybody in the theater could identify with because my life is your life. Sid's life is your life, although you may not have the beauty enhancements that Sid has. Yeah, that uh, commercial ran right before Bill hopped on. He suddenly pays attention. I'll give him that, Bill O'Reilly. And yeah, you're right. It was um, it was a a um, humor approach to a lot of the issues that we're faced with today. I think a lot of the issues too. And you keep hearing this. You know, it, not, not, nothing is really black and white anymore. Everything is gray. That's right. And I don't agree with that. There's just some stuff that's black and white. And for me, and I'm coming off harsh here. And I'm sure there's people on the streets right now that want to know my name, but there's not two sides to this Israeli-Hamas conflict. And I don't want to see little children die, but this idea that Palestinians are innocent when they're raised to hate Jews and kill Jews in the second grade is just not true. 
It's not true. They were handing out candies and dancing in the streets and smacking hostages as they came by on mopeds on that Saturday morning. So you hate to see anybody, quote-unquote, innocent die, but they are raised not to be innocent. This is not a gray area. One side got attacked in the most brutal of fashion. Now it's the time for that side to go back and take revenge. And if people die, I hate to say it, people die. Okay, so historically, this is the best way to approach that. And the problem with my analysis in the next two minutes is that a lot of the haters don't care. They, they're comfortable hating, and that's a neurosis. That, that's a mental illness. Okay, so when we were attacked on 9-11, there was nobody calling for a ceasefire. Nobody would dare do that because they would be ostracized in America for doing that. And so uh, for the next 20 years, continuing to today, the United States government assassinated the leadership of the Islamic Jihad, and that's Killing the Killers. That's my book, Killing the Killers, okay? I take you through it. And even to this day, there's nobody in America that you couldn't dare do it. Say, no, okay, enough, leave the terrorists alone. Leave the 9-11 al-Qaeda's and ISIS alone. We've, we've done enough. Nobody's going to do that. But when it's overseas, when it's in a place that you've never been to, Gaza and Israel, when it doesn't affect your life directly, then it's a different story. But all you have to do is hearken back to World War II, when there were literally millions of civilians killed in Germany and Japan by Allied forces. Everybody knows the atomic bomb. I went through that. My father would have been killed in the invasion had that not been dropped. Um, but there are people run around America today go, oh, uh, the United States is the bad country for dropping the atomic bombs. You've heard it. Reverend Wright, Obama's minister, said that. Um, so once it gets personal in the United States, there isn't nobody uh, to this day, very few historians will say that the Allied bombings of the German and Japanese cities were wrong. I mean, a few, but they're just crazy. But in the current conflict, which is a war, no, we don't have the same application. Why not? Because it's a different time now. And that's the theme, that was the theme of the Huntington Show. Back in the 60s and 70s, before the Vietnam stuff came in, there was a code of behavior in America. You don't lie. You don't steal. You don't perjure yourself. You don't take narcotics. All right, this, this is wrong. That's gone now. You can lie your butt off under oath in a courtroom and nothing will happen to you. You can punch somebody in the jaw on the subway and nothing will happen to you. Once you get into that level of anarchy... The whole thinking, logical thinking, goes flying right out the window for these younger people. And that's what's really driving this, Sid, this anti-Israel stuff. You know, it's the younger people who yeah. don't know. They've never yeah. been taught yeah. any kind of code at all. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, you know, I've told people, um, I've had people tell me, in fact, that have been to the riots back in 2020, the BLM riots, that they recognize these kids put that ridiculous schmata on their face, but they're not hiding anything. They recognize they're the same kids. The same oh, kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. core. But, yeah. but 
but it's worse than that because when you go into places like Harvard, like Cornell, like the University of Pennsylvania, you step into a different world. Even my old college, Marist College at Poughkeepsie, New York, absolutely a lunatic asylum now. Yeah, no, I know. Because the people who run it are the progressive left who don't believe in judgments. Well, you know what? Then the people who do believe in judgments, and there's got to be a couple that are giving these universities millions and millions of dollars. I did see one donor who gave, I think, a billion to Harvard pull out. I saw another guy last week who gave a ton of money to Columbia pull out. It's time for folks who are help funding these universities to take out the money. That's it. Stop giving these institutions money. Yeah, I mean, look. If you're donating to these institutions, then you are donating to the hate club. I don't care what they – that's yeah. the Palestinian grievance club. It's not. It's not. It's the hate club. All right? Let's have the hate fraternity, all right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> so we'll just haze Jews. Yeah. And if you just haze Jews, you can get into the, to the hate club. Interestingly enough, you can hate Jews, but you can't hate blacks. No. That's correct. No, All right? That's correct. So there's a code of hatred. It's because Israel's a fascist country. That's the thinking. Um, so getting back, you know, people ask me, and I'm sure they ask you, are we ever going to be the United States again? They ask me all the time. Are we ever going to get back to, you know, a place where there's a president of the United States who will stand up and say, you know what? We're going to be a country that has a right and a wrong. We're not going to tolerate millions of people violating immigration law anymore because we have a law in the books to stop that. We're not going to tolerate no bail. We're not going to tolerate – the latest is giving houses to drug addicts. That's the latest. Yeah. So when you hear housing for the homeless – That's what this is. So you're addicted to drugs. You don't want to get off the drugs. But the state is going to give you a house. Not just give you a house, but outside that house, or maybe in the lobby of that house. This is almost as unbelievable. I'm a recovering addict myself. We just lost lost Matthew Perry on Saturday. They're going to have a vending machine downstairs in your lobby. Right. They're going to sell you crack pipes and needles. 